Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravens Craft Show, a podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. This, my friends, is episode number 484, and I am your host, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. And yes, I am speaking super fast today. I am, uh, I'm, it's actually 5.13 p.m. on a Friday evening when I'm recording this. I just wrapped up my second week of session number 28 of podcasting A to Z, but I am super excited about one thing. I, I talked a little bit about it last week, but I have just completed today the the complete transition, the complete process of putting podcasting A to Z into New Kajabi. Uh, all four weeks of assignments, all the tutorials, every single thing that has to do with anything related to podcasting A to Z is now running inside of New Kajabi, and it is incredible. Again, my life this week was so much simpler in spite of the fact that I still had to create all of the introductory videos that says, hey this, hey that. Uh, In fact, I've been doing a lot of video work lately in my studio and uh, that's been unique. In fact, uh, one thing I'll share with you, something that I'm thinking that I may want to do is I I might want to buy another camera. Uh, So here's the thing. I started out, well, I've had a bunch of cameras over the years, but one of the cameras that I really fell in love with was my Canon HFG10. This was my very first prosumer video camera. Now, I have a bunch of uh, DSLRs. I have have actually two different Canon 60D DSLRs, uh, which is basically, it's a photography camera that has video functionality, uh, built into it. And they're nice. The only issue that I have with my Canon 60D is the fact that you're limited, I believe it's 10 minutes of video, which by the way has been working just fine for what I've been doing with New Kajabi because in New Kajabi, when somebody goes to click on a new assignment and there's a, the video field up there, it's really a, a, sh- a very short, usually three to five minute video of me giving basically an introduction to what that assignment is that you know what it is that they need to know about this particular topic and what the instructions are for moving forward with the assignment that they're being assigned so it, it, it's been very nice for that I, I've been using actually my DSLR sitting here at my my desk but let me go back to the Canon HFG10 this first consumer prosumer not consumer prosumer camera that I have or had and basically, it, 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 was, it was super nice in low light condition. It's super ultra HD. Well, I'm sorry. Actually, that's, I can't say that because now that's actually a technical term for 4K. No, it was, it was 1080p, 60 frames per second, all that stuff. And it recorded to SD cards. And I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And it allowed me, if I wanted to, I could use this intensity extreme Thunderbolt a connection from Black Magic Design Studios, and and it allowed me to connect that and do live streaming, and it was really cool for all of those things. The only problem is, is that it recorded in this HVACD. I, I can't remember what it was called, but it wasn't a standard video format. Uh, which it, today I think we're all using something like H H.264 or whatever. So what happened was I, I would bring the files in off of the SD card and I'd put them on my computer desktop and then I would have to use a converter to convert it over to a standard video format. Now today, most Mac computers and, and a lot of the software solutions that I use have made it to where it actually can natively use that HVA, I, I can't remember what it's called. I, I'd have to go dig that camera out of the box. But anyway, it had that crazy format. Some of these software systems that I use today will use that format, but even the ones that support it and it and it shows that it's working, like ScreenFlow, for example, has it, it's it's just odd looking. And not only that, but it has li- these little squiggly lines in it if there's a lot of motion. And I'm like, you know, and which by the way would go away if I did the actual physical conversion of that file from one format to the standard format. But that's a that was a that's a whole lot of work. And I was almost thankful when that camera started to have mechanical issues where it would just shut off <laughs> on me. I'll never forget I was doing some live streaming and 
and and all of a sudden the the camera just shut off and I'd have to go turn it on and it would be on for another 45 minutes to an hour with no problem at all but just randomly it, it would just shut off with and it wasn't like the battery was dead because I was I, I thought that that's what it was originally but eventually I just took the battery out and and just used the power cable and it was still doing it so I pulled that video camera out of circulation and started to search for a replacement and well I found at that time the Canon HF like Henry Frank G30 all right and it's basically the same exact camera the only difference is that this newer version the HF G30 records into standard H.264 it'll record it directly as an MP4 file and I'm like oh my gosh that's incredible and so when I got my Canon HFG30, I was so happy that I never had to convert files ever again. And so that was that that's been a true blessing. And I love my Canon HFG30. It, it is the best camera for recording video longer than 10 minutes that you could possibly imagine and at least as far as I have personally used and a Cup, and of course, I was using it for everything. I would I would pull it over to my desk and record videos over here. I would use it for live streaming and record it over there. And then a couple months ago, actually almost, a, yeah, it's several months ago, I had my friend Tim Schmoyer come over and we created my video studio. I have a full-blown video studio that's separate from the audio studio that I'm sitting at right now. Where The audio studio is sitting here at my desk, but I have an entire section that is nothing more than a video studio. And that video studio is in an 800 square foot space. So it's a pretty big setup. And the thing is, is that it's got lighting uh, like attached to the, st- uh, to the ceiling for the backlight. And it's got, you know, the camera is white balanced and, and set. Every, every, all the settings are set exactly the way they need to be set. And they're all, by the way, my friend Tim Schmoyer came in and did a lot. He, he switched it over into manual mode. So it, it, it's it's all these manual settings that are set specifically for the exact location of where that camera is currently sitting. So if I was to move that, pull that camera away from there and then bring it over to my audio studio where I've been recording these little videos for my new Kajabi assignments that I'm introduction videos I would have to change all those settings I'd have to put it in in automatic mode because I don't know how to do all those settings I'm not a video guy and uh, anyway so I'd have to put it back and then the question is is am I going to be able to get it right exactly the way it was the way that Tim had set it up for me if I move it back over to my video studio and I'm like I don't want to I don't want to mess with that. So I've got my video studio over there and I didn't want to record these intros, these intro videos to the assignments in my video studio. I wanted to record them sitting at my desk. I just wanted that personal touch and personal feel to what I was doing there. So I I thought to myself, well, you know what? Let me get that Canon HFG10. Even if it shuts off every now and then, at least I'll just put it on the tripod and I'm sure it'll it'll last long enough for this. And that's what reminded me that oh, it's that old format. Uh, no, I'm not going to use that. So I threw the Canon HFG10 back in the box uh, that I had thrown it in originally. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I, I Well, first of all, I, I went and looked and saw you know, how much the Canon HFG30s are. And I found that the Canon HFG30 is no longer being made. But today, guess what? Yep, you guessed, Canon HFG40. And I want to keep, I I do, I want another camera. I want another full-blown Canon HF camera. And I want to get the Canon HFG40. But uh, it's definitely not in the budget right now. I've got some other things that are going on that I want to make sure that we're we're preparing for. I've got a daughter who uh, is actually going to be a senior later this year. Uh, she's in she's a junior this year, uh, but in August she'll be a senior, and she's wanting to go to college. So there's all kinds of other things that financially are a priority, and uh, I could probably pull it off eventually. Uh, we'll we'll see. Probably in in March, uh, it wouldn't be that big of an issue. But right here, right now. A Canon HF G40 would just be a luxury that's not absolutely necessary and it wouldn't be wise for me to just plop that out right now. So I, I, I'm I, like, hey, I have these Canon H or I have these Canon 60D DSLR photography cameras. Why not just pull that out and and hook it up? And so that's what I did. 
I pulled it out, hooked it up. And the only thing is, is that um, there, well, there are two things. One, there's the limit of the 10 minutes. Number two, there is the, you know, getting the, with with the Canon HF G30, it's a video camera. And so it doesn't have that really shallow depth of field. So it's not going to blur out the background. Pretty much anything that's, a you know, if I have a TV that's uh, in, in my video set that's three feet behind me, and and everything like that. That everything is in, is in focus because it's auto focusing and it's got a very deep depth of field. It, it's not a shallow depth of field. Whereas with my DSLR camera, I have to actually tell it to say, "Hey, look at my face," and now I need you to focus on where my face is. And then, of course, everything that's either in front of my face or behind my face, like my computer monitor and mic stand or in my uh, boom mic arm and stuff like that, that's in the background behind me. That's all slightly blurred out, which is a really great look. And it's something that a lot of people really want to go for. And it's wonderful, except for the sometimes when I actually tell it to focus and it accidentally focuses on the water bottle on my table that's a little further behind me. And then I've recorded an entire video and I'm blurry, but boy, can you really see the sharp crystal clarity of everything on my Nalgene uh, everyday made in the USA water bottle. Ah, anyway, and then you have to go and re-record. So yeah, that's something that I've been doing a lot just because of this. I've been doing a ton of video work. In fact, one of the exciting things that I did this week was I'm like, hey, I've got the video camera set up. I'm used to to doing all these different video shoots. So why don't I record a little video promo for my podcast newsletter? And that's exactly what I did. I'm, in fact, I, I edited it down to 41 seconds so that it would even work on Twitter. Let me play the video for you. You'll hear the audio of what I said in that video. Cliff Ravenscraft here from podcastanswerman.com. Over the past 10 years, I've personally helped thousands of people successfully launch a podcast. I've created a podcast development newsletter. I take the best of the best of 10 years of tips, tools, strategies, and advice related to podcasting, and I'm giving away that best advice for free every single Friday. If you are thinking about creating a podcast or you have an existing podcast that you want to take to the next level, I want to invite you to go to podcastanswerman.com slash newsletter. Sign up today and every week you'll get the best tips, advice, tools, and strategies related to podcasting. So there you go. Um, And by the way, I put that online. I I uploaded that to my face or to my YouTube channel and made that the trailer and promo for my channel on YouTube. I uploaded it uh, to Twitter. I uploaded uh, or I, I sent the link from YouTube into my LinkedIn profile and I put that uploaded it natively to Facebook and within 24 hours more than 80 email podcast newsletter subscribers and that was that was awesome to see just 80 people jumping right on and of course i will create a bunch of these little video promos and and dif- different things to promote different aspects of why people might want to join my mailing list because my mailing list is super important in fact that is one thing that i'm super excited about is just to see the continued growth of this list i'm logging into my convert kit account, which by the way, I do have an affiliate account with ConvertKit. If you're still thinking, if you're on the fence, you want to you wanna try it out, go to uh, podcastanswerman.com slash ConvertKit and that will get you signed up using my affiliate link if you're interested. Podcastanswerman.com slash ConvertKit. Anyway, if I go to my sequences and my podcast newsletter and I look at my reports, it shows me how many, you know, in my autoresponder list, you know, the the pre-written emails that I'm writing out for this podcast newsletter every Friday, it shows me the progression of, of where people are. So, for example, my newest message, which went out this morning at 5 a.m., is titled, How Can I Get More Audience Engagement? And I can see right here that that went out to 813 people. Last week's email... Uh, which uh, was titled Coming Up with Content Ideas for Your Podcast. So it's a bunch of different ideas of how where you can turn to to come up with ideas for your podcast. That message so far has gone to 1,133, which is more than the one today, right? 
And then the two weeks ago, the email was titled Reducing or Eliminating Echo in Your Studio Space. And that one went out to has gone out so far as of today to 1,315 people. And so it, you can see that it's actually going up and up and up. So why only 813 on this week's newsletter? Well, that's because there's when I started my when I sent out my very first email newsletter update, I had only had at that very moment in time, the very first Friday, only 813 people had opted in to receiving a weekly email update from me. Now, what you may or may not remember is that when I started with ConvertKit, I brought 4,136 emails in from AWeber. All right, so that's 4,136 people who told me, Cliff, I definitely want to be on your mailing list. But they've been on there for years and had up to that point only been receiving sporadic random messages here and there. And I did not want to make any assumption that anybody wanted to automatically start receiving an email every single week from me. And so I invited everybody into a sequence. Uh, I put everybody into a sequence that, that would consistently say, hey, I've got a newsletter. Do you want in or do you want to stay on the list and not get the newsletter? Give me one of those two options. And I've been trying to get people to respond to that very long series of emails that they're going to consistently get bombarded with until they make a decision. Cliff, yes, please sign me up for your weekly podcast newsletter. Or no, Cliff, I'm not interested in the weekly newsletter, but please keep me on your list so that I can be notified of new products and services or anything else that you wanted to share. So I, I want them to make one of those options. But anyway, so the right out of the gate, eight, 813 people had signed up. But Week after week after week, and I can see with the report of the sequence, I can see how this the number of people subscribed to the newsletter has been increasing. So it started out with 813, and I am super excited to say that we're already now getting, there are already over 2,000 people who are receiving the weekly podcast newsletter updates. That is two over 2,000 people who are each and every week getting super, extremely, highly valuable insight, tips, strategies, advice, tutorials, the the best of the best. And I'm not kidding. I'm not holding back. I'm literally sharing the best of the best of the stuff that I have to offer to people for free every single week. And of course, the very first thing when people sign up for my newsletter, the very first question is, please tell me where you are in your podcasting journey. Now, not everybody who signs up for my newsletter clicks one of the five options, although I do have a follow-up sequence for those people who don't. Uh, Eventually, I'll get them to click one of the five options, at at least most of them. That's my hope. But uh, anyway, I, I ask these people, tell me where you are in your podcast journey. And there are those five responses. One is, I don't have a podcast and I don't have any interest in starting a podcast. The second option, the one I'm most interested in for the promotion of podcasting A to Z and, and, and other things that I do in my business is, I don't have a podcast, but I'm interested in starting one. And then I'm also very, you know, somebody else that's a really great candidate for me as well for podcasting A to Z in my tutorials is, hey, I do have a podcast and I'm I'm still in my first year of podcasting. And then, of course, there is option number four, which is I've been podcasting for well over one year. And that, that could be people who have been podcasting as long as I have, but they've been podcasting for more than a year. And there's still some value there for podcasting A to Z for those people in in that scenario. And I've had plenty of those people who are buying, you know, tutorials and equipment upgrades and stuff like that. So, yeah, that that works. And then, of course, there is a fifth option is, hey, I've once had a podcast, but I'm not currently producing any new episodes. So the interesting thing is that, again, over two thousand people are getting the best advice there it's it's like wow this guy's consistently bringing me value and the awesome thing is is that 570 of those who have responded to tell me where they're in their podcasting journey 570 of them are interested in launching a podcast and that number is consistently growing day after day after day and you know what it i i'm super pumped super excited when i see three or four or five new subscribers in a single day 
And and when I see that, uh, let's just say there are five new subscribers on my email list today, and I see that two of them don't have a podcast but are interested in launching one, or four of the five who don't have a podcast and are interested, it that just, oh, it's like, oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. And then one thing that I did when I marketed A to Z session 28, the one that I'm doing right now, I gave people two options. One, option number one, when I sent the email saying, hey, this is my next session, I would love to, here's why I think it'd be a good fit, I would love to have you join me. I gave people the option, number one, click here for the link that says, or click here to learn more about the course or to register now. And then option number two was, hey, I'm not in, I'm not able to join you for this January 2017 session of A to Z, but I would like you to personally follow up with me about future sessions. And and so basically I said if that's if that's true for you, click here to let me to to request that I personally follow up with you. Now, here's the thing that I know is that of all the people who I sent these emails to per, to promote this session of A to Z, I set it up so that ConvertKit tells gives a tag that says clicked on A to Z 28 promotion link. All right, and so if I look at that, I can see that the number of people who have that tag are 177 of my subscribers. So when I sent out an email to all these different people, 177 of them clicked the link to either learn more about the course or to register now. And I know exactly which of the students who are in my current session clicked on that link. And the interesting thing is, guess what? All of the people who are in my current session of podcasting A to Z, except for two, are actually people who have been on my uh, weekly newsletter, uh, podcast newsletter, and who have been actively engaging with the valuable tutorials and, and advice that I've been giving in that newsletter. So it does tell me that the, the people who are signing up for A to Z are the ones who are consistently receiving this value, getting examples of, of the type of tutorials and the, the, the detail and the, this, the, the, the level of quality of content that I'm sharing with them. And, and it's warming them up to the idea that, hey, I would really love to actually work with this guy. So that's awesome, right? And so 177 people were really interested enough to actually go in and potentially click that register now button or at least to learn more about the course. So I'm, I'm already excited about that. And I, of course, when I promote A to Z 29, I'll actually create a different uh, what we call automation so that it'll actually tell me all the people who clicked on the A to Z 29 promotion link, which basically will send them to the same sales page but it'll track it separately for when I start marketing A to Z session 29, which by the way, is now available. You can actually register right now. Uh, my next session of podcasting A to Z starts on February 20th. So that's not too long away. It's just over a month from now, a month and one week it looks like. And so if you are interested in having me as your personal coach and you're ready to get this thing going, head over to podcastinga2z.com and register today. All right, so anyway, when I when I do that, and the cool thing is is that I will be able to uh, create what in ConvertKit they call a sequence, and a sequence is like this live updated version of people who meet a certain psych, uh, a, a, a certain criteria. So I will be able to do, let's just say, a live search, if you will, of please show me everyone who is on my mailing list or who's on the podcast newsletter mailing list, who has both collected, or who has, who has collected, <laughs> easy for me to say, who has clicked on A to Z 28 and A to Z 29 promotion link. So all of a sudden it'll tell me who are the people, and, and by the way, I and I can say, and exclude those who have already gone through A to Z or who have already purchased and it'll tell me the people who are like, every time I'm promoting this, it's like they're always clicking the link. And yeah, and, and you can, I, I think if you understand how sales works, you'll understand how valuable that information is going to be to me as I continue to promote A to Z sh sessions throughout the year. 
But remember, I told you that the the clicking to the sales page wasn't the only option. Remember, I said, hey, I would like you to personally follow up with me was another option. And they could click a link to let me know that. And of course, when they did, it put a tag on there. And now I have, and I'm looking up right here, there's a tag called A to Z follow-up, requested personal follow-up. And this may not sound like a big number to you, but trust me, this is a really huge number. It's called, it's, it's, it's called, it, the, the number of people who have the tag requested personal follow-up for A to Z, 29 people. That's 29 people who literally said, Cliff, I can't take your January session of A to Z, but I am interested in having you personally reach out to me and following up about future sessions. Now, I want to tell you that before having ConvertKit for the last like five to 10 years, I have always had a personal follow-up list. And the the way that people got onto the personal follow-up list before was simply if they emailed me and say, hey, Cliff, I'm I'm looking at your course and I'm wondering, you know, you know, can you answer this question about it? And if they have said, I'm really thinking about your course, I immediately put them into my personal follow-up list and I keep track of that information and I follow up with them like a couple days before the course starts and and they say and, and if they come back and they say hey Cliff I'm sorry man that it didn't work out this time but please let me know when your next session is and so I put them on my I keep them on my follow-up and I set the the follow-up date the reminder for me to follow up with them to the next couple you know a couple weeks after when I'm ready to start promoting the next session of the course but now there's this there's this system that's in place with these people who are going through a process where they're getting this valuable content, they're warming up to the idea of all the valuable information I could potentially share with them. And it's like, yeah, they're and and now 29 people on this mailing list have said, Cliff, I want you to personally reach out to me. And I can tell you, when somebody's on my personal follow-up list, they're the chances of them actually becoming a student of podcasting A to Z, it's almost 80% within six to 12 months. So yeah, that is, that's huge. All right. So I'm super excited about that. Oh, one of the things that I did with podcasting A to Z in this, in the new Kajabi setup, I, I created a separate section of new Kajabi, like its own product, product. Yep. <laughs> easy for me to say, a separate product called Bonus Content and Frequently Asked Questions. And this is just going to be some like an ongoing resource that I'll continue to add to. And I've had this personally for myself. I've been creating these things as unlisted YouTube videos to like give answers, like very thorough, well-thought-out video responses to the most frequently asked questions. Well, I've been keeping the, that list of YouTube videos to myself and I just simply linked to those videos in answering the questions when those same questions would come up over and over again. Well, now I'm actually creating this section called frequent, Bonus Content and Frequently Asked Questions. It's, a, it's another product that my students have access to as being, as a student of A to Z, it's, a, it's just another tutorial product that they have access to. And so now I'm slowly converting those things over into this this new product and it's in going incredible. I love it. And one of the things that came out of a, a recent session of a, uh, one of my weekly group coaching calls, one of my students asked me the question and says, Cliff, what is the best social media platform for me to 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 promote my podcast. You know, what is the best social media platform? And while I take a drink of water and think about what I might say after this, I'm going to play for you an audio clip from that video. So let me go ahead and hit play on this now. What social platform is the best for promoting your podcast? Great question, Josh. The answer to that question is whatever social platform that you've invested the most amount of time in building relationships with other people. What I'm saying is that personally, me, I have not found any desire whatsoever to even spend any time at all on LinkedIn. Every now and then I'll take my podcast episode and say, hey, here's what I covered in this week's episode with a little image and a link to the episode. And I put that into LinkedIn. I doubt that that gets very much engagement whatsoever. And it's not because LinkedIn isn't a great platform. It's just because I am not actively engaging with people on LinkedIn. 
I don't exchange messages back and forth privately with people in LinkedIn. I am not a member of any group whatsoever on LinkedIn. I do not post any other content. I just do not use and engage with people on LinkedIn. Now, with that being said, there are some people that if they were to put a link to their podcast episode into LinkedIn, there's a good chance that people are going to click through that link and listen to it. And why would that happen? The reason why is let's just take, we'll just call this guy Bob. Bob has been on LinkedIn for the last couple years. Let's just say he's a part of seven different LinkedIn groups related to his niche. And one of the groups, or maybe even two of the groups, he personally started. So he is the facilitator of two groups. He's got groups that he's just a member of. They're they're also in his niche, but they were created by somebody else. Now, inside the two groups that he owns and manages, he's consistently putting in valuable content that is adding value to people's lives. And those groups, let's just say one of the groups has 300 members in it and the other group has 75 members in it. Maybe not a big numbers, but here's the deal. What he's putting in there, the people who are a part of that group are getting value consistently. All right, now he's got those other groups. Doesn't matter how many people are in there. Some of them, let's just say, have 20 to 30 people. Some of the groups may have thousands of members in them. And it's owned by somebody else. So Bob is not out there promoting and and adding tons of new content, but instead what Bob is doing is engaging with other people in that community who have questions and not saying, oh, I have the answer to your question. It's in my podcast. Here's a link to it. No. Instead, Bob is actively getting in and hearing the voice of that person and giving one-on-one encouragement and insight and links to not just some of, maybe sometimes his own content, but very seldom does he ever do that. But he's always giving people answers to their questions. He's always adding value to other people and he's building relationships. He's getting to know people. And so much so that when those people who are actively engaged in LinkedIn groups for value and insight and and additional content that helps them improve their lives or their business or whatever, now when those people log in and they see their newsfeed, they see Bob's name show up and boom, they instantly pay attention. What did Bob write? But anybody on LinkedIn who goes in and they see Cliff Ravenscraft and it doesn't mean as much because I do not engage with them as much there. So LinkedIn could be a great place. Twitter could be a great place. Facebook could be a great place. For me, Facebook is that great place. For me personally, I engage people most on Facebook. That's where I get the most engagement. That's where I facilitate groups. That's where I am member of groups and all of those things. So the answer to your question, what is the best social platform for you to promote your podcast or to engage with people and get people to take action on the things that you do? It's the one where you invest the most of your time, effort, and energy in improving other people's lives by helping them, contributing to them, and adding value and building relationships. There you go. That, my friends, was just a like four-minute audio clip that came out of one of my weekly group coaching calls. And I'm thinking, wow, I really loved that question and I loved how I answered that question. And so here's the thing. I've got I've got actually all of the archives of all of my weekly group coaching calls going all the way back to the first session in March of 2011. And who knows, I may actually go in and pull out and find some of the best of, you know, some of these gems that I have, because as you can tell, I get really passionate and excited during these weekly group coaching calls when I answer these questions. And so I can see myself just really blowing up that frequently asked question uh, section of this this new product that I've created for my A to Z students. Uh, and basically, it's, it's a week four assignment for them to go through this because I want to make sure that they have officially launched their podcast. But hey, once you've gone through, you've, or you've figured out what your podcast is going to be about, you've got your target audience, you've got your purpose of your show, your name of your show, you've got your artwork, you've got your audio branding, you, you have re- you've ordered your equipment, you've set up your equipment, you've learned how to record, we've troubleshooted any type of audio sound issues that you have. Uh, you've learned how to edit your podcast. You have taken that episode and turned it into an MP3 file. You learned how to tag it. You set up your WordPress website. You've set up your Lipson Media hosting account. You learned how to publish that to your sh- your website, and then you've learned how to submit it to the podcast directories. Now that you've done all of that, 
here's a ton of other things that you might want to think about. <laughs> but, but let's get all of that stuff out of the way first because that's what this course is here designed primarily to help you to do. But here is a ton of extra stuff. And a lot of people, they'll spend the entire four weeks of this course just getting their pop podcast launched. And the cool thing is, is after the course is over, they have ongoing continual access to all of these tutorials, all of this material, and and just I, I love the fact that, you know, I have over 600 students who have gone through this course who are going to consistently benefit from this brand new thing that I'm going to be giving to every single A to Z alumni who have gone through this course. I, I Every single one of them, I'm going to give them access to this so that they can benefit from this ongoing building resource. And yeah, I yeah, so so awesome. Anyway, the cool thing is is that, you know, all of this is working together because now these weekly group coaching calls can easily turn into a couple of additional added valuable uh, pieces of content for the FAQ slash bonus section. And a lot of these questions and these bonus sections also are very, very good potential topics for me to also share in my weekly newsletter. So yeah, it, it I love how this is all fitting together. It's incredible. Anyway, so today I, I did not, now everybody knows if you've been listening for the last couple of weeks, you know that I had last year, I made a commitment. You guys would get an episode every single Friday at, by 5 a.m., you would have an episode. And there was only one time I didn't do that, and that's because I, I definitely wanted to interview Michael uh, Michael Stelzner about social media marketing world the day that um, you know my affiliate relationship for that particular session or this year's uh, conference uh, opened up. And so I wanted to get in there, and I wanted to get in before everybody else started promoting their affiliate links, and so that's why I didn't do it that one time. But here we are, 2017, Last week, I still made it by, I, I think I put it out Thursday evening, and I was in fully intending to, to make it by 5 a.m. today on Friday, the 13th of January, 2017, but I didn't. And the thing is, of course, obviously, as you have heard, I've been working a lot putting A to Z into my Kajabi system, which by the way, it was a lot of work to get that done, especially a lot of video work that I've talked about in the earlier part of this uh, this episode. Uh, I'm trying to think session, video, episode. I've been doing so much different content creation for people. Oh my goodness. So, and then of course, then there's answering all the questions of my students because this is a group coaching and these people have me as their personal coach for four weeks. And so I am answering every question they post. And so that's been a priority. And and of course, I, I definitely wanted to have my newsletter out by Friday morning. And so last night I, I, I did, you know, I came in, I actually ended up going to bed around midnight last night so that I made sure that at least the, the newsletter was up. Now, prior to this year, you know, with my goal being last year, I would have stayed up until two or three in this morning, two or three o'clock this morning so that I could give you guys this episode of this podcast by 5 a.m. this morning. But I'm, I th- said to myself, you know what? It's not re- it's not a requirement that I do that today, uh, tonight. And I, I'm going to listen to my body. I'm tired. I don't want to, you know, I, I, I've, I've pushed myself to the limits here as far as how much I'm going to stay up late and stuff like that. I am going to go ahead and go to bed and I'll I'll try to get um, the Cliff Ravenscraft show recorded tomorrow. And so this morning I woke up and I had a text message from my friend Mark Mason and it said he said good morning and I said good morning. He writes back in this text message he says should I ask? <laughs> and I said, I said, ask what? And of course, by the time I said, ask what, he was already responding with this. He says, because right now my plan is to just crawl back in bed and cancel everything I had planned for today. How am I expected to start my day without the Cliff Ravenscraft show? <laughs> and I, I just sent back LOL. And he says, I'm not kidding. But anyway, so I got that text from Mark Mason. And then, and and gosh, I haven't even responded to this email or any of the emails yet. But um, let's see here, Ben, uh, is it Hildebrandt? So Ben Hildebrandt, I'm giving you a shout out here. He doesn't even know, but his email came in at 11.49 this morning. 
He says, hey, Cliff, I'm missing your episode this morning. I once again am hoping all is well. Uh, is this delay for much needed family time while you are working through another session of A to Z? Are you, uh, or are you waiting for another scheduled interview? Either way, I can't wait for you to publish it. Also, do you have all, do you have all session, or let's see here, do you have all your sessions for A to Z scheduled for the year? I'm setting my goals for the year and planning to, uh, let's see here, for the year, and I'm curious as to what you have scheduled for the fall. Uh, thanks for taking everything to the next level. So Ben, I'm going to respond to you in email. You'll probably hear or read the email. No, actually, you'll, pro- you'll probably actually hear this episode before I respond to your email, but I, I will also respond to your email uh, personally. But anyway, I, 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 the reason I want to share this because you know what? You, you are, when you become so consistent, people rely. They love to have your episode when they expect it. It's, it's a part. You're a part of their routine when you are so consistent, so that they can. I mean, literally, people are like Friday morning, the drive to work. That's my Cliff Ravenscraft time. And so I apologize for missing that today. Uh, yes, it it is not because of an interview. It is because of just how much I've been working, you know, to to get major projects done. I mean, the fact that A to the fact that A to Z completely one hundred percent is in New Kajabi is amazing. Oh, my life is so much better. It, it it's gonna change. I told I've sent an email to my or a text message to my friend Ray Edwards. I said, Ray, I have no doubt in my mind that a couple years from now I'm going to point back to this to this week, to this decision and say, this is when it's everything really started to take off because all of a sudden big things are possible. Oh my gosh, so many new projects. But yeah, that's why Ben, I was, I've been very, very, very hard at work working literally nights and weekends on top of my regular 40 hours a week. I, I've been working nights and weekends since the beginning of this year. Um, there's no lie about that. There, there has been no quote unquote balance in my life this week or this year so far, except for the fact that by the way, my wife is completely satisfied. We have had plenty of date nights. Uh, you know, I, I actually, last night she says after dinner, she says, Hey, are you going to sit down and watch some, some, uh, some of our, our a show that we were watching together? And I said, yeah. And you know, so I went up for early dinner and then after dinner, I literally spent two and a half hours sitting back on the couch, hanging out with my wife, watching TV. And then I said, that was awesome. And, and we had a great time. And then afterwards, she goes, are you going to go back down to work? I said, yeah, if that's cool with you. She goes, absolutely, that's fine. I, I want to go to bed early tonight anyway. And so after two hours after you know dinner, I came back down and actually did some more work last night on this A to Z setup. So, yeah, that's what's been going on. But, uh, yeah, some exciting stuff. And, by the way, something else that's exciting that's just happened. It just fell in my lap. I got an email from my friend Dan over at uh, Podcast Movement. And Dan says, hey, I just want to let you know something happened. And we happen to have an extra spot available on our podcast cruise. Uh, what What would be the possibility of you and Stephanie joining us? And so... Uh, without going into all the details, Stephanie and I are actually going to be going on a cruise in just a couple weeks. So um, that wasn't planned, but it is planned now. I just booked another airline ticket for my wife and I. I I did choose to fly her first class. You know, so we did that. This will be my, I'll I'll have three first class uh, flights this year. And um, yeah, Stephanie, Stephanie and I flew first class to wherever we flew to last. Oh, it was the Tony Robbins event. And she goes, you know, I'm not going to fly uh, coach anymore, right? <laughs> and I said, well, it depends on if we take the kids with us somewhere. If, there's a, if we are going all five of us and we're flying, we might be flying coach. Or at least the kids might. <laughs> and we'll see. But anyway, um, I, I think I spoiled my wife with first class. And so... Uh, yeah, it, and by the way, the cruise with, I think it's already sold out. You can go to podcastcruise.com is where where they were marketing it. But anyway, um, but yeah, Podcast Cruise is happening at the same time, or at least there's a crossover with Dan Miller's cruise this year. I, Stephanie and I have gone on several cruises with Dan Miller and his community, and we weren't going to do a cruise this year because I, I, this year was the year I, I needed to, 
I, I wanted to really work hard on all these projects that I have been putting off for way too long. But the thing is, is I just finished in the first two weeks of this year everything that I had planned on doing in the first two months of this year. I'm not kidding you. So I'm already so well advanced, well ahead of things, and and yeah, the only thing that I'll need to do is, and I'm I'm, I'm actually I'm going to start marketing podcasting A to Z session twenty nine next week, and so at, that that I'll be marketing the next session of A to Z during the final two weeks of the current session of A to Z, then I will have a full week before the cruise to really aggressively come up with other ideas and and things to to market that next session and then I'll go on this cruise it's a it's a I think a 5 day cruise but we're going to go an extra day early hang out in Fort Lauderdale together go on this cruise come back and then I think I have about 2 or 3 days to to wrap up the final you know all the details of getting everybody into this next session of A to Z and so yeah that that's that's what's going on. So that just came out of nowhere. And then, of course, I also need to start working on my talk for social media marketing world. That's going to be coming up in March in San Diego. If you haven't signed up for that and you're thinking about signing up, please consider using my affiliate link. Just go to podcastanswerman.com slash social media, all one word. Podcastanswerman.com slash social media will take you to the social media marketing world conference landing page where you can register for the course, and um, I'm going to be speaking there. And then, in fact, there's going to be an entire track on podcasting, and I am going to have a special session that opens up that track. And so looking forward to that, and, and of course, I want to make sure to come up with a really good outline for my talk and get it all prepared ahead of time and make sure that I'm, I'm really dropping some value there and anybody who's contemplating doing a podcast that they get super, super excited about doing it, so... I think the title of the session is everything you need to know about starting a podcast. And it's not like I'm not going to be sharing like you're going to walk out of here and boom, I've got a podcast. It's more of like what you need to know about why you should be starting a podcast. And and there'll be a yeah, it's going to be value packed. That's for sure. And it's also going to be a great primer and getting people excited about even attending even more of the sessions the podcasting sessions that other people, other friends of mine that'll be doing during the podcasting tracks of Social Media Marketing World. And by the way, there's going to be over, I think there's going to be like 5,000 people at Social Media Marketing World this year. If Again, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash social media to sign up. Well, you know what? It's 47 minutes in. I am going to wrap things up here. I want to put this online, see if I can get this online before Mark Mason drives home from work today. <laughs> I don't know. Did I make it for your commute, Mark Mason? I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. That's what's been going on in my life, in my business. It's what I'm doing to take my my message, my life, my business to the next level. I hope. Oh, you know what? Wait, one more email. Stacy, Stacy Westfall sent me an email. Uh, and I, I sh- I'm sure she won't mind me reading this. She says, hey, I'm dropping you a note after listening to several of your more recent episodes or most recent podcasts. She says, you asked for us to write in. Apparently, I'm trying to fit all of your statistics. I went through your course back in 2011. By the way, Stacy Westfall was in my second session of podcasting A to Z. Anyway, she says, um, and she says, I posted seven podcast episodes. Yep, part of your statistics. And I and I shared very openly. It's like, listen, most people who create a podcast, they record seven episodes and then they're done. Uh, she goes, but now I'm starting to podcast again and I'm thinking about a different topic. And she re- referenced my episode 479, which I believe was the episode where I talked about the importance of being authentic. So she's got some things brewing. She says, my question today is that does the... The, the page for my previous access to podcasting A to Z still exists. I've tried logging in, but it says that it doesn't recognize me, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, she's, she's looking to go through all of her uh, lifetime access to all the materials of podcasting A to Z. And so I told her, I wrote back to her and I said, listen, I'm honored that you're uh, that you're listening to my, my later episodes here, that she's, she's enjoying it and finding inspiration. Uh, I told her I'm excited that she's jumping back into the podcasting space because, trust me, this woman has a message. She has an audience. 
She's going to crush it when she finds the right podcast for her. And I have no doubt that Stacey Westfall is is ready to take action and and create something amazing in the podcasting space. I'm super excited for you, Stacey. Anyway, I told her, say, listen, hey, the, the reason why you can't access the old platforms, the very first five sessions that I did of podcasting A to Z was on this platform called Ning. And it it's a it was a system that unfortunately got attacked with a lot of spam at one point, and I decided to just suspend everybody uh, from that system except for anybody who said, hey, I'm an A to Z member, and I'm trying to get in, and I can't get in. And so I would go in and reactivate those individuals. Well, anyway, I told her that I went ahead and reactivated her. She could get in immediately. But I also told her that I'd just been switching everything over to this new Kajabi system, and that eventually I plan on giving all my prior students access to the new materials. And the cool thing is, is that the materials that she would have access to in Ning, a lot of them have been updated several times since those tutorials were created. And so if she wanted or I told her, I said, I'm going to go ahead and give you access to this new session of A to Z, this new information. And and I would recommend that you go through that. And I also told her that said, hey, listen, I eventually I'm going to be shutting Ning down probably within the next three months. So I would highly recommend it that if you go into the discussion topic with your name on it, uh, if you see, see anything that you want to keep, you know, do some screenshots. I'll, I'll give more of a notice when I'm officially getting ready to shut that down. But just so you know that that's coming. Anyway, she wrote this in a response to me this morning. She says, Cliff, you are seriously awesome. I consider you a business mentor and I hope to emulate I loved the podcast, Answer Man podcast, and I'm sure the new one will be great. Uh, and she's talking about the new version of Podcast Answer Man that I'll be coming out with. I've talked about that recently. If you haven't heard about it, I am going to be coming out with an all new, brand new version of Podcast Answer Man, the podcast. Um, but anyways, that, well, that's not what this is. Anyway, she goes, I'm sure the new one be, will be great. She goes, but I'm really excited about the Cliff Ravenscraft show. So she says, thanks for all you do. Ride with faith, Stacy Westall. Stacy, thank you so much for your email. I love hearing people who tell me, hey, Cliff, I love the Cliff Ravenscraft show. I love you just sharing what's going on, how you're handling things in your businesses, keeping us informed of, of what your mindset is, what's driving you. And and my friends, yeah, that's, that's what's been going on. Thank you so much. At, one more time. Podcasting A to Z, session 29, registration is now available. Head over to podcastinga2z.com. And if nothing else, at least check out some of the t- t- the testimonials there. Over 60 testimonials. And by the way, Stacy, if you're listening, I'd love to feature you as one of my testimonials on podcastingatoz.com. So if you're interested, shoot me a testimonial via email. Anyway, that's it. Got to run. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level podcast at some man.